GAA Senior Hurling Championship Round 2 First Half Goals Seal Rangers Win Article by Charlie Keegan Score Mount Leinster Rangers 2 goals and 14 points Nave Owen 16 points The old adage that goals win games proved manifestly true at Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday evening when Mount Leinster Rangers, the defending Carlo Senior Hurling Champions, raised two vital first-half green flags as they defeated Nave Owen by four points in this strongly contested second-round Carlo SHC title. Rangers struck very early for their first goal. Direct from the throw-in, the ball was played into target man Eddie Byrne at full forward. His goal-bound shot was well saved by Nave Owen goalie Brian Tracy, but Dennis Murphy, picking up the pieces, sent the loose ball to the net. Before a minute had elapsed, the Michel side had a response through a point out of corner forward Dean Sly, playing left full forward but wearing number 13, one of a host of Nave Owen changes from the match programme. Nave Owen, defeated by Bagnallstown Giles in their championship opener, were right up for this game. Playing into the strong wind, they kept the champions in their sights. Their half-back line of Jack Kavna, Ross Smithers and Tommy Nolan was particularly effective all through, clearing a lot of danger. After their opening goal, Rangers went after more three-pointers. They were thwarted by some outstanding goalkeeping by county senior netminder Brian Tracy, who made two brilliant saves to deny certain goals. But on 27 minutes, he was beaten when Ted Joyce placed Eddie Byrne and the big number 14 found an unguarded net. Overall, goalie Tracy was the busiest man on view, playing a mountain of ball over the course of the game, more than any outfield player. The accuracy of Dean Sly and John Michael Nolan from play kept Nave Owen, the challengers, in touch throughout that first half. They trailed one goal and six points to five points at the first water break. By the interval, Rangers led by two goals and eight points to nine points. But crucially, the holders were by then down to 14 men, midfielder Richard Kelly having picked up a second yellow card on 29 minutes. Playing with the wind and an extra man, Nave Owen would have fancied their chances at half-time of lowering the champions' colours. But it did not work out that way. Goal chances were few and far between for the Michel men in the second half, and the men in black and amber found it hard to make inroads into the Rangers' lead. Those Rangers' goals continued to separate the sides at the second water break, two goals and 11 points to 11 points, as the champions defended sternly with Dermot Byrne anchoring the defence brilliantly, well assisted by David Phelan, Michael Doyle and substitute Gary Kelly in a tight defensive unit. A run of Nave Owen points in the final 10 minutes from Scott, Sly, John Michael Nolan, Owen Hosey and a monster effort from a free from goalie Brian Tracy cut the arrears to a goal on 59 minutes. Two goals and 13 points to 16 points. But a well-struck point out of open play from midfield by Paul Cody put two scores between the teams as Rangers held on for victory in a game where both sides scored 16 times. Rangers had to dig deep in the second half but came up trumps. The players already mentioned in defence were backed up further outfield by the talented Chris Nolan, who hit three superb points from play and showed some beautiful touches. 
Dennis Murphy, who scored one goal in five points, five points from freeze. Ted Joyce, whose industry deserved his place on the score sheet with a second half point. And the effective and ever-dangerous Eddie Byrne, who notched up one goal in one point. Dean Sly was in top form in attack for Nave Owen, scoring seven points, three from open play, in a stellar performance, while John Michael Nolan and Scott Tracy also showed up well in attack. But the Michael side just could not find the goal that might have turned the game in their favour during that second half. Shooting a dozen wides, 3-9, did not help the cause either. The scorers... Mount Leinster Rangers, Dennis Murphy, one goal and five points, five from freeze. Eddie Byrne, one goal and one point. Chris Nolan, three points. Kevin MacDonald, two points. Ted Joyce, Fieker Fitzpatrick and Paul Cody, one point each. The Nave Owen scorers, Dean Scott, seven points, four from freeze. John Michael Nolan, Scott Tracy, three points each. Adam Kenny, Owen Hosey, Brian Tracy, free, one point each. The teams, Mount Leinster Rangers, Dean Grennan, Tony Lawler, David Phelan, Michael Doyle, Jack Murphy, Dermot Byrne, Gary Kelly, Paul Cody, Richard Kelly, John Nolan, Chris Nolan, Kevin MacDonald, Dennis Murphy, Edward Byrne, Ted Joyce. The subs, Fieker Fitzpatrick for Murphy on 52 minutes. Nave Owen. Brian Tracy, Michael Kavna, Michael Mullins, Owen Hosey, Jack Kavna, Ross Smithers, Tommy Nolan, DJ O'Regan, Diego Dunn, Connor Foley, John Michael Nolan, Peter Abbey, Scott Tracy, Adam Kenny, Dean Sly. The subs, James Smithers for Abbey on 22 minutes, Cahill Tracy for O'Regan on 51 minutes, and the referee, John Hickey, Fenna. Senior Hurling Championship Round 2 Bagnallstown land another significant win Article by Kieran Murphy The score, Bagnallstown Gales 20 points St Mullins 1 goal and 11 points Two Senior Hurling Championship wins on the trot Two wins against clubs who carry massive traditions into this competition There is still a long way to go But here in Netwatch Cullen Park on Sunday Bagnallstown Gales did what they had to do and sent out a message that they mean business this year. This was a totally deserved win. They were posed a question in the opening minutes when James Doyle knocked over a free and St Mullins followed up with a John Doran goal. That concession was a simple enough affair when the goal scorer came out best in a 50-50 situation. On another day, self-doubt would have raised its head, but not this time. Sandwiched between the first two St Mullins strikes, Jamie Clark picked off Bagnallstown Gales opener. Andrew Kane followed up with a great point out into the scoreboard end of the ground and underneath the stand. St Mullins were not grafting the way they usually do, but Oisín Boland and Seamus Murphy still raised white flags. The eventual winners replied with three Craig Doyle scores and Clark levelled the match at one goal and three points to six points on 22 minutes. At half-time, St Mullins held on to a dodgy-looking one goal and five points to seven points lead. Another James Doyle point on the restart extended the lead to two. Bagnallstown had two options. They could stand up and make a statement, or they could brace themselves for the St Mullins surge. 
whether it was the inability of the former champions to drive on, or whether they were not let, is hard to say. Probably a combination of the two. The fledgling club, founded only a few short years ago, displayed a degree of hunger as Danny Doyle found the posts, and this was followed by further scores from Craig Doyle and Brian Doyle. The latter would go on to post four points from long-range freeze. Between the pair, they missed little. Kane also pointed, which stretched the Bagnallstown lead out to two. St Mullins levelled with points from Connor Kyo and Jack Kavanagh. Two further Kyo points restored the St Mullins lead. The Green and Whites led by a point, and looked to have escaped a bullet when Craig Doyle blasted a penalty over the crossbar. Then, Bagnallstown's James Doyle landed a point to restore their narrow lead. St Mullins missed a scorable free, and in a two-point turnaround, Craig Doyle pointed. Jack Doyle put three between them, and the 14 men Bagnallstown side, who had lost Darren Olin to a straight red card at the end of the third quarter, looked set to finish the strongest. The lead went out to five points, and Bagnallstown had a lucky escape when Keen Doyle, between his own posts, blocked a rolling ball from crossing the line. That was huge. Just before that, the St Mullins' James Doyle picked up a second yellow card and made the long walk. Even with him there, it is unlikely the Bagnallstown bubble was going to be burst now. They surged forward, picking off the vital scores, with the two Doyles very much acting as leaders. Jack Kavanagh did score his second point of the game for Mullins, but it was never going to be enough. Bagnallstown had the satisfaction of finishing the game on a high, with Kane bringing his total to three points with a nice point. It was a job well done by the winners. Afterwards, manager Gavin Nolan stressed to the players that they must keep their heads down during the week and let their hurling do the talking into what will surely be a tasty encounter with Ballon Killen on Saturday at the same venue. And the teams. Bagnallstown Gales, Andrew Townsend, Andrew Casey, Alan Corcoran, Thomas Marr, Darren Nolan, Keen Doyle, Niall Bulger, Brian Doyle 4 points from Freeze, Jack McCullough, Craig Doyle 7 points, 5 from Freeze and 1 from a penalty, Danny Doyle 1 point, James Doyle 1 point, Richie Whelan, Andrew Kane 3 points, Jamie Clark 3 points, and the subs Jake Doyle 1 point, for Whelan 42 minutes, Jamie Whelan for McCullough 46 minutes, Owen Dowling for Marr 52 minutes. St Mullins team Kevin Kyo, Cahill Connolly, Paul Doyle, Ger Cody, Paddy O'Shea, James Doyle, two points from Freeze, Chris Kavna, Oshin Boland, one point, Michael Walsh, Connor Kyo, four points, three from Freeze, Seamus Murphy, one point, Patrick Walsh, Patrick Boland, Paddy Kyo, one point, John Doran, one goal, and the subs, Jack Kavna, two points for Murphy at half time. Oshin Ryan for O'Shea, half-time, Jason O'Neill for P. Walsh, 45 minutes, Darren Whelan for M. Walsh, 45 minutes. The referee, Patrick Murphy, Ballon Killen. LGFA Junior Football Championship, Round 4. Carlo Seoff Limerick to secure All-Ireland semi-final place. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Carlo, 4 goals and 11 points, Limerick, one goal and nine points. 
This group of Carlo players produced one of their best ever performances when coming out on top over their old treaty rivals in the All-Ireland Junior Football Championship on Sunday in Burr. They had to do it the hard way too. Thanks to points from Dana O'Brien, Cleanna Nishé and Una Fitzpatrick, Carlo had edged into a 3-1 to one point lead by the first water break. Almost on the restart, the game was held up for over an hour when an ambulance had to be called for an injured Limerick player. It was reported afterwards Andrea O'Sullivan had taken a bang on the head when she collided with one of her own players. It was difficult for all the players as they talked together, did a number of warm-ups and generally tried to stay in the zone. When play resumed, Limerick seemed to have turned the game around when midfielder Roisin Ambrose knocked over two points to draw level. In reply, Niche restored the Carlo lead with a free, which she drew herself. At the other end, Nicole Hanley did well to stop a point-blank effort from Limerick's substitute, Iris Kennelly. That stop became even more significant in the closing stages of the half as Carlo made their decisive bid for victory. A passing movement involving Niche and Maria Kinsla put Dana O'Brien clear and the St Anne's forward made no mistake from close range. The same player added a point, and before Limerick could settle, they were picking the ball from the back of their own net once more. This time, Niche was on hand to guide the ball home with her fingertips as Carlo raided down the left. At half-time, Carlo led by two goals and seven points to four points. One minute into the second half, Limerick were undone once more, but this time Sarah Doyle settled for a point. Anya Cunningham cancelled out that Carlo score, which precipitated a Limerick revival. The fight back was helped by some indecisive Carlo play, where they overdid the possession game and in the process shot five wides. Dropping the ball into the hands of the Limerick keeper Sophie Hennessy also brought pressure on themselves. The Carlo lead was down to seven when Nicole Bennett scored a goal for the Shannon Siders. They followed up with a Megan Buckley point. That left only three in it. Sometimes you need a bit of luck to win games, and Carlo got it when Bennett broke through the Carlo defence and shot to the net. Incredibly, play was brought back for a Limerick free, which Bennett converted. Before that, Carlo were reduced to 14 when Dan O'Brien was given a yellow card for a careless tackle on Hennessy in the Limerick goal. When her 10 minutes elapsed in the sin bin, Carlo brought on the charismatic Rachel Sawyer, who has been recovering from long-term injury. The old Lachlan player made her mark when drawing the foul for a penalty, which Niche converted. Combined with the disallowed Limerick goal and the penalty, that was a five-point turnaround. Avian Gilmartin tacked on another Carlo point, and from there to the finish, it would have taken a mishap of huge proportions to lose this one. Perhaps mindful of the concession of so many scores against Antrim earlier in the campaign, acted as a spur for Carlo because they pushed on from there. Niche turned provider instead of receiver when her pass found Sarah Doyle, and once again Carlo were in for a goal. Niche and Sawyer both added points as the eventual winners saw out the game in style. In political terms, a lot done, a lot more to do, but this was a special performance on a difficult day. The teams, Carlo, Nicole Hanley, Una Fitzpatrick, one point, Amy Dooley, Ruth Birmingham, Nula Mohan, Ellen Atkinson, Neve Murphy, Kivo O'Neill, Neve Ford, Maria Kinsla, 
Sarah Doyle, one goal and one point. Neve Kelly, Avian Gilmartin, one point. Cleon Nishé, two goals and four points. A goal from a penalty, three points from freeze. Dana O'Brien, one goal and three points, two points from freeze. The subs, Antoinette Dowling for Murphy, half-time. Rachel Sawyer, one point for O'Brien, 38 minutes. Cuiver Edmund for Kinsella, 46 minutes. Elaine Ware for Gilmartin, 55 minutes. The Limerick team. Sophie Hennessy, Yvonne Lee, Maeve McCarthy, Charlotte Walsh. Megan Buckley, one point. Neave McCarthy. Maeve McNamara, two points. Leah Coughlin. Roisin Ambrose, two points. Katie Heelan, one point. Andrea O'Sullivan. Anya Cunningham, one point. Nicole Bennett, one goal and two points, two points from Freeze. Amy Ryan, Christine Brady. The subs, Iris Kennelly for O'Sullivan, 16 minutes. Cleena Nichalig for Coughlin, 37 minutes. Lauren Ryan for Bennett, 46 minutes. The referee, Eamon Morn from Kerry. GAA results. Under-20 Hurling Championship, Round 2. Naevon, one goal and 13 points. Bagnallstown Gales, 15 points. Mount Leinster Rangers, 3 goals and 18 points. Ballinkillen, 2 goals and 10 points. Junior Hurling Championship. Naevon, 4 goals and 22 points. Carlow Town, 2 goals and 7 points. Intermediate Hurling Championship, Round 2. Naev Breed, 3 goals and 22 points. Ballinkillen, 1 goal and 8 points. Under 16A Camogie Final. Ballon Killen, 6 goals and 9 points. St Mullins, 2 points. Mount Leinster Rangers, 9 goals and 7 points. Winnevyog, 3 goals and 3 points. Nave Breed, 6 goals and 6 points. Satanta Carlo Town, 1 goal and 2 points. Leash Shopping 2020 Senior Football Championship Final. Port Arlington, 1 goal and 14 points. Greg Cullen, 7 points.